So hello Mandy, um, thank you very much for coming along and talking to me this morning. And um, you've got you've got something that mo- uh, some people just think is kind of, a lot of people think that what you have is not really a big deal or something, or you know, it's it's a minor irritation. Would, would you tell us a little bit about yourself and what, what, what it is you've come yep. along to talk about? I will. Um, so many, many years ago, um, when I was working in the ANZ Bank in, in Palmerston North, I fell down the stairs. This is the start of everything. And I got myself, picked myself up and was bleeding a little bit, but didn't think anything of it. And after that time, that was way back in about 19... 19- 89 or something you know this is showing how old I am <laughs> um so I uh you know a, a day or two after I had had that steer accident I started to get headaches and I didn't think anything of them but they started to increase and so I at that point in time I wasn't connecting anything apart from the pain being in my head Mm. And uh, I'd go off to various doctors and specialists and they would say, well, you know, that I'd get the, a brain scan and things like that. And I'd say, well, there's nothing wrong. You're, so, getting, you're getting headaches. Take some you, make, you know, take up a hobby, perhaps, you know, take your mind off it. I was like, yeah. well, you know, it, it's not a it's not a pain that's imagined. It's It's there all the time. But they, because you look fine on the outside, they can't see anything more than that. And because mm-hmm. they can't see anything is wrong with you from a brain scan, uh, from a medical point of view, there was nothing wrong. Um, so do they so, not show up on brain scans? Does, you know, do, do headaches and migraines not show up? No, no, not unless um, it's like a tumour or something. You oh, know? Okay. Um, so I hadn't, I didn't have anything that they could, Acetane was causing my headaches. Mm. It was around about that time I was started to date Sean, which is Lisa's brother, mm-hmm. and he said to me, "Have you ever been to a chiropractor?" And I said, "No." And so he sent me along to his chiropractor. Yeah. And he was able to identify. Um, so I'd, I'd been I'd seen several people and and been given like I think it was five hundred Panadol by one yeah. doctor. At this stage, um, but no, no cure for me. So then I went along to the chiropractor, had some x-rays. He said, I know where your problem is. It's right at the top of your neck. So C1, C2. Um, so he said is, it was like the bones at the top of your spine. Yeah, bones yeah. at the top of the spine. So, yeah. um, and, and you know, this was like a while I'd been trying everybody else and he did some adjustments to my neck cleared the headache it was amazing wow yeah and these were really intense headaches they're actually not 
termed migraines, they're termed cervicogenic because they come from the cervical spine, mm. from um, the very top brainstem area. Um, and I was, you know, I was over the moon until two days later when they started to come back again. Oh. And I'd go back to the chiropractor and he would clear them and then it was great and then the top area of my neck would go out again mm-hmm. and then I'm back and and my my whole top uh what they call the atlanto axial area of the neck mm-hmm. uh, um is is very very unstable now i've always had um issues with hypermobility which is you know too much mobility in your joints all right, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm um, ignorant when it comes to medical things. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I've had issues with my knees, with my fingers, and 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 various other parts of my joints over yeah. the years. But I'd never attributed anything to the neck. However, when the chiropractor started doing the manipulation, because this was back in the day of chiropractors that would physically crunch your neck back into place. You know, I don't go to that type of chiropractor anymore. I do still go to the chiropractor, but ones that are much more gentle. Yeah, yeah. Um, He'd crunch my neck back into place, and then it would go out like a couple of days later. Back, go to the chiropractor, crunch again into my, you know, clear that headache, and then it would go out. And it was just that cycle. Yeah, so you kept having to go back. Did they they not? And there was no cure because they said that you're so unstable in your neck that we can't we can't physically hold the the adjustments. Now this right. is a problem I've been having for the last twenty seven odd years now. There's no exercises you could do with the physio or anything like that. Yeah, tried all the exercises, but when you're hypermobile, you can exercise and exercise and exercise, but you you really struggle to build strength up right and and so i've been on like this daily um so i i worked out a regime of painkillers as you do that would work for me yeah that i've been on for many many years (laughs) and and things like heat you know saunas and stuff like that heat to to relax the muscle tension that goes right up your neck and down your shoulders yeah that helps because anything that can keep those muscles loose and not and and keep the neck straight Mobile. yeah you know and these muscles are quite prominent in the front of my neck too mm-hmm. because they, yeah you know they're constantly working to keep my neck in place so mm. it's been like 27 years seeing pretty much everybody and a daily cycle of nurofen, panadol and codeine um, like every four hours to does your body build up any kind of resi- resistance to it or not it hasn't really strangely no. enough people do um, and they get what's known as rebound headaches mm. um, I haven't ever had that so I've had the odd time where I have done certain programs like my husband Sean he was um, a Scientologist so he oh. put me into a um, what they call the purification program. And that's basically you sit in a sauna for four hours and that sauna, that intense heat relaxes your muscles so much that I went six whole weeks without any painkillers because I was constantly 
I had those muscles constantly relaxed from the heat of the sauna, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I spent like, I think, 21 days doing the sauna treadmill vitamin program um, through Sean's Scientology Centre. And it actually worked for me, but um, once I went back to my normal life again, Mm. I didn't have that access to sitting in a sauna for four, four hours every day. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I mean, because it's still quite intensive on your life, isn't it? And it impacts. Very, yeah, very. Uh, it impacts your life because you have to work your life around your pain. Yeah. As you probably know, you've got to plan things ahead. So if somebody says, oh, let's go out to a concert or something at night, you know that that cold air of being outside is going to make your neck cold and freeze up those muscles and then you're going to end up with a massive headache. Yeah. Or you know that if you go and go into a crowded environment, regardless whether it's a party or whatever, that just the the, the tension of because um, I'm quite an introvert, the, the tension of being in such a a space will cause enough tension to give you a headache. Because it'll put your neck out, and that's so, that volatile. So how does how how do you manage to? I mean, like, did you have a job? How do you manage to function? And you mentioned you've got a son, and yeah, you know, that so, it's so difficult. It, it is hard because I work. Um, I'm lucky, fortunate enough to work in back office jobs. Yeah, <laughs> ones where I can be at an office, sitting at you know at a computer doing administration work not having to deal with the public and I can take breaks when I want to because um, I work in a solicitor firm now, but I worked in um, with Sean in a real estate office for several years, yeah. probably like over 20. I got my real estate license after Sean got his, but I always worked in the background and I was always in jobs where I could be in the background, able to take breaks when I wanted to, not having to deal with the public. and and have my supply of painkillers on me at all times because I can't go anywhere without them. So they're mm. always in my handbag because you never know when you're going to have a flare-up, you know. Yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've a small army of bottles in my back and stuff. Yeah, bottles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've got to take them all the time. You've got to think, okay, you know, I'm going away for a day. How How much? Well, even like last night, we went to the cinema and we went to go see the Barbie movie. Yeah. Oh, was it good? It, it was, yeah, it was great it was. actually. And yeah. uh, I, I mean, I've got two girls, and um, and then my, you know, my, uh, was my, my three three of my kids came. Um, my partner, his daughter came. So there were like a big pile of us. I convinced one of my friends to come along. We all right. dressed in pink. You know, right. it, it was. I'm not actually a big fan of Barbie, it was, but it, it, we went along and the film was really good with a great message, good, yeah. strong feminist message. Oh. Um, but um, the point, I, I, f I forgot to take my tablets with me. Oh, and, uh, and we left at 5.30, which is when I usually take them. Yeah. And I'd just completely forgotten with all the excitement and the pinkness and the, you know, and, and, and we got there and we sat in the seats and I just went, Ah, yeah, and I was okay, but I was struggling to walk when we came out, and um, 
I was a bit glitchy and uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't very pleasant. But, you know, you you just... Mm. You, you do. You, you you plan it around and you, you always have to make sure that... Because I've been on various different types of migraine medications and things over the years because the doctor, they just try you on everything they can really, yeah. don't they, um, to try and alleviate your symptoms. And a lot of them didn't work for me because, you know, Topamax made me forget what I was going to say halfway through a conversation, for instance. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, I do. medications have side effects. I eventually went off everything except for over-the-counter and and prescription coding mm. um, because I couldn't function on amitriptyline, the antidepressant that, that helps with migraines and headaches in general. It was great, but I was, you know, falling asleep all the time. <laughs> it's like, well, I can't live my life if I'm going to have to go and have a sleep every half an hour because of yeah. this medication. Some of my meds have uh, side effects of sleepiness, and I'm really yeah. lucky. I've managed to work with some of them, and it doesn't affect me too badly. But okay. I did go to the hospital our last trip. They tried to put me on antidepressants, and... Yeah. I didn't want to go on them, not because I think they're a bad thing, but because, you know, I'd need a pill to take with the pill because of side effects. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just thought, you know what, I take so much already. I'm going to see if I can just go a bit longer. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because like yeah. you say, it's, I, Medicare, I do, but I'm very much a scientist and I believe in I believe in the science and the medicine. You kind of have to when you have something like Parkinson's. Yes. But, um, yeah. 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 You, you do. You you have to. I mean, you have to be like, this is my life now, and I've got to rely on this, you know, in order to live. Because, yeah. You know, the best life you can. And it's. I guess it's the same with you. With um, you know, you have to find what works for you, for you. So, yeah. I mean, so what are you doing? Are you sitting in a sauna for four hours? So, no, I'd love to be able to do that. But... <laughs> that <laughs> uh, sounded no, great. <laughs> it would be great, wouldn't it? No, so since I can't sit in a sauna for four hours every day, um, I I go to the gym and I, I do that stuff, but it, it doesn't really do much except maybe it might make me a bit stronger. Yeah. So I have a three-weekly chiropractor appointment every week. Mm-hmm. And they reduce my costs because I have to come in and because they're very understanding of my condition, I pay half of what a normal person would pay at going to the chiropractor. Mm-hmm. But I always go Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 5.30 every single week because I have to and because it, it reduces the amount of pain relief that I will have to take. So do you get any assistance with that? I mean, do you get any help or in recognition of the fact that you've you know, no, I've never claimed ACC. I've never had, and I think I don't know if to go back and try and claim it now after all these years. I don't know whether you know because right at the start I didn't wasn't I was just young and thought you know I've fallen down the stairs doesn't matter. I didn't realise right. then that you know, injured my neck to that severity that it would never come right again. Um, and so no, I've never really. I've just. I've just coped um, because mm-hmm. I've had, I mean, the chiropractors use very, very gentle um, activator type thing to adjust my spine. 
Mm. So it's, it's, they're not the mm, manual Gonstead type chiropractors that would physically crunch yeah. because yeah. they were no good for me. And that just, you know. It, it, it's it an accident waiting to happen really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you kind of think. I know. I, and, and massage is good. So if you, if you mm. basically, if you go to the chiropractor, you get that, if I get like the top of my neck put back in, and then I get a massage of the neck and the shoulders, like a really intensive one. That works quite well, I've found. Yeah. Um, it's just finding the time. And, you know, it's quite expensive to do both all the time. So yeah. um, I try to fit those massages in of the neck and the shoulder after my chiropractor visits these days if I can, because it's beneficial to do both. So are you still working as a real estate agent or...? Do you do that? So, no. Well, since Sean died, I let my real estate license lapse purposely, and I'm just working in admin in a solicitor's office instead. Do you but enjoy once, it? Yeah, and it's back office again, so I can take breaks. It's casual work, so they're like, you, you do the hours that you want to do as long as we get the work done, and that, that suits me. Yeah, that sounds ideal, really, yeah. Not having to be anywhere at a certain time or... Exactly. Yeah. And if I'm having a bad day, I don't have to go in, you know. <laughs> and I can go in in the afternoon or the next day as long yeah. as I go in at some point, you know. And oh, you get that's good. So it's great. And we, how old were your children at the time? How old was you? you know, so was, was that a problem or? Uh, no, well, Jesse's 22. So, um, oh, right. you know, he's, okay. he's doing his own thing now. Um, we both live on the same property, but I live in the sleep out. And Jesse lives in the house with the tenants because uh, since Sean died, we uh, rented the house out. And the sleep out holds me and my uh, – because I raise wild rabbits as a hobby. Oh, wow. I've uh, been doing that for about three or four years. Um, <laughs> I get the, given the orphaned wild rabbits and baby hares that people find on their lifestyle properties. Yeah. And I raise them and either keep them – or uh, working with the wildlife centre to find homes for them. Oh. So that's just a hobby I do um, as a pastime, which is a little bit of a different type of hobby. So but that's it's quite a different wonderful. thing in New Zealand, isn't it? Because <laughs> yeah. let's not open that can of worms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit different. People look at me like, you're raising wild rabbits. You know? <laughs> you'll like, well, be not... looking after hedgehogs next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> oh blimey yeah. oh oh gosh you're so, absolutely um, fascinating woman <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow um so in uh, so going forward is it do you have a plan for how to deal with it or um i don't really at the moment i just live day by day i guess mm -hmm. and and some days are better than others and i because i've tried everything out there you get to the point where you think, well, okay, I've tried everything. I, I'm just going to have to do the best I can and um, do my three-weekly chiropractor for the rest of my life if I have to with the massage in between that. Take the pills, even though you know that taking painkillers all the time might be bad for the liver and kidneys over time. Mm. But I've been doing it for 27-odd years now. Um, with regular liver kidney checks and so far so good um, I don't have really a long term plan of how I'm 
you know, I think this is just my life. Um, and now that I'm 52, uh, <clears throat> um, losing my voice, I'm, I've kind of come to the conclusion that this, this is probably it, you know. I, I probably, there's probably no cure for me. Uh, it's just a, a case of managing it as best you can. Um, and, yeah. So, for the future, you plan on staying up, up there and just, like you say, getting on, getting on with it and raising your rabbits and, <laughs> yeah, um, and living a quiet life, I guess, because you know it does. When you've got a condition, it stops you from socialising to a degree because you don't want to exacerbate your symptoms. I'm saying, if you could get rid of it, what would you do if you, if you oh, could live a pain-free life without the migraines? I would, I would go places. Like I'd go down to the South Island and I'd travel around, and and I'd be way more sociable than what I am. Yeah, um, you seem pretty sociable to me. <laughs> yeah, talking to me over, you know, video. Yeah. Just, I just, <laughs> I, I think I'd, be, I'd just go visit people more, you know, I go visit friends and, and mm. I, I think I'd, I'd try things out like maybe do a half marathon or, you know, things that yeah. you don't do because you know it's going to be detrimental if you do it. But if I didn't have this condition, I don't know, my life would have been completely different. Um, yeah, you know, it's, I do. <laughs> Strangely. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, yeah. So it's one of those things that you deal with, and you think, "Oh, what if?" You what know? do you think when people um, when people say, "Oh, it's just a headache," or you know, "Oh, yes," you ever come across yeah. those people? Oh, oh, come yeah. on, Mandy, you just drop some paracetamol, you'll be fine. Yeah. You get it all the time, you know. And people give you all sorts of um, things that you should try, or they say, "Oh, no, it's just diet. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, keto or try paleo, or or take a. One lady said to me to drink a glass of watermelon juice every day, or something like that. And I thought, you know, they just don't get. I mean, there's a thousand different causes for headaches, yeah. but I know what mine are caused from. And drinking a glass of watermelon juice is not going to put my neck in and get rid of my headache. But you what can't. You need, yeah, what you yeah. need, you need to is, well, you need to chop an onion up and put it in your sock. That's yes. what you need because <laughs> that will draw out the impurities in your. I love that one. I think that's yeah. my favourite. Oh my god! Yeah. Huh. Oh, there's so many different ones out there. A couple of turmeric chai lattes, and you'll just be fine. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not just. I mean, there's nothing wrong with drinking a turmeric chai latte, but you know, it's healing properties are not quite as uh, miraculous as people think. Eh? As people think, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then they come up with all sorts of solutions for you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you learn to tolerate them because you think, well, you know, they just don't get it. So yeah. you, you just got to accept that people just see that you've got a headache and think it's minor, but they, what they don't realise is that you've had those headaches for so long and you have had to deal with them your way for so long. They they only see the surface of what you're going through. Do you have a message for them, those people who think you're yeah. doing a bit, you know? Um, oh, just... I don't know. Um, what I would say to them is just um, maybe think before you speak, 
maybe be a bit more understanding that um, somebody that looks fine on the outside is often struggling quite a lot internally and you can't see that. Yeah. Um, and just be mindful that people that look okay are often not. But they might, I mean, you can't, you can see a broken leg or you can see a broken arm and you feel sorry for that person. But you can't see a migraine or you can't see an invisible uh, illness that someone's going through. And they might look fine, but they might not be fine. They might be far from fine. So, so true. You know, you've got to be aware that people are going through stuff that, you know, and, and often, it's, comments just don't help <laughs> you know yeah, true yeah oh well thank you i i think that's absolutely it's it's been absolutely fascinating talking to you <laughs> and um yeah. yeah thank you thank you very much are there, are there any final comments for the people on uh coast access radio um oh, i think of oh yeah i can't think of anything else um just i don't know just be uh i guess be aware that um, that we all, a lot of us are going through things that you can't see, and just you know, and be I, mindful of that. I think that's a great message. Thank you very <laughs> much, Mandy. You're welcome. <laughs> nice to oh. talk to you. Thank you very much for talking to us, Mandy. That was really interesting. And don't forget, if you've missed any of our previous shows, you can catch up either at Coast Access Radio on their website or at kittyfitton.com, where you'll also find my blog about living with early onset Parkinson's. That's kittyfitton.com or Coast Access Radio. And I will be back in two weeks. Thank you. This program was made with assistance from New Zealand on air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.org.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand on air.